Mark 13, 34. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, For the Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to every man his work and commanded the porter to watch. Praise the Lord. Can we have it in the amplified version? It says, It is like a man already going on a journey. When he leaves home, he puts his servants in charge, each with his particular task, and he gives orders to the doorkeeper to be constantly alert and on the watch. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now the Bible says that the Son of Man is likened unto a man who leaves his house, and he gives authority to his servants. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. He gives authority. Because the house has to continue functioning as a normal house. If you are the owner of the house, you ought to give authority to your servants. I like the principle there. I like the denotation there. It's servants who receive authority. Praise the Lord. From their master. Servants receive authority from their master. Authority. The Greek word there being exousia, which means delegated authority. Delegated authority. Delegated authority. The Bible talks of a great story in the Bible. One where the Bible says Jesus marveled. The Bible talks about a centurion man in the Gospels. The Bible says there was a centurion. Luke 7, let's start from verse 5. For he loveth our nation, and he hath built us a synagogue. Next line. Then Jesus went with them, and when he was now not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying unto him, Lord, trouble not thyself, for I am not worthy that thou shouldest enter under my roof. Next line. Wherefore neither thought I myself worthy to come unto thee, but say in a word, are you getting me? Say in a word, and my servant shall be healed. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That means, we all know this story. The centurion didn't feel that Jesus Christ had to go to his house to heal his servant. But the centurion understood one principle called authority. He said, send forth thy word. That means, the word from the mouth of Jesus carried authority. But one important line the Bible tells us is that the centurion said something very remarkable. He said, I am a man under authority. That means the centurion knows very well how authority functions. Authority, number one, is delegated. In that, if a man is in charge of this house and he says, I'm gone, but I have put you in charge to take care of business. That means you have authority from the owner or the master of the house. You see how it works? You see how it works? That means the master confers authority for you to run business as he would run. That's the power of authority. Praise the Lord. Now the Bible says Jesus is a man, the Bible says, who is likened to a man that left his house. But when he left his house, he gave authority to his servants. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, I want to tell you one thing that is very, very interesting today. Jesus, are you getting me? We know the Bible says he's with the Father. 
praise the Lord. He's with the Father. But he has delegated authority. Are you getting me? And to us, that's why he said, occupy till I come. That's authority. He said, occupy till I come. Occupy till I come. There are people who are waiting on the Lord. In this day, in the church today, some people are waiting for the move of God. So there are people who are waiting for the move of God today. Yet you already moved long time ago. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He says, all authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me. Are you getting me? All authority. All authority. Jesus had all authority. Praise the Lord. In heaven and on earth. Praise the Lord. And Jesus came and spake unto them saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and earth. The word there is exhausted. Are you getting me? Next line. Go ye therefore and teach. Listen, the man who is given all exousia has told you and me. Are you getting me? The man given all authority has told you and me to go ye therefore and teach not some nations, the Bible says, all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father. By the way, many people think he's talking about baptism of water. Are you getting me and imagine? Uh-uh. Listen, when we teach we are baptizing men in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Right now, when you're being taught, you're being baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. That's why many of you sometimes, as we are teaching, you feel, are you getting me? You're drowned in a sudden anointing. Praise the Lord. That's what's happening. We are mandated by God to teach. How? Baptizing men in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Baptizing. Go. I remember one time, there was a woman who had a bad accident and I had been called to pray for her. She had broken one of his femurs on this side. She had an accident in her back. And, and one of the things when I was called, they told me, but Papa, before you come, people pray. You know, eh? <laughs> there was that thing, like they were trying to warn me how serious that issue is. Are you getting me? So they put like a disclaimer. So I have first look for another anointing. Are you getting me? I have like that one they are prayed. Are you getting me? Let me add in the anointing. Praise the Lord. I tell me when they say such, if I'm busy working, I continue working. Praise the Lord. Because you can enter works and forget authority. Praise the Lord. You can enter works and forget authority. You can enter works and forget authority. Now, listen, God is my witness. I remember I entered that room like this. As soon as I entered in the realm of the spirit, I felt a light get on. My entrance alone. It wasn't prayer. Ah, listen, we have been given a mandate, praise the Lord, to go. That's why signs, wonders, and miracles follow men who move. Praise the Lord. They follow certain men. They, they can't follow you who is sleeping in bed. Praise the Lord. That's why with this authority, when you know that God has called you, are you getting me? To heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise that. Don't wait for a moment. The moment he says, go outside and look for someone. Start. I like guys who approach us sometimes and say, man of God. There are some guys who are like that. They're like, man, you guys were talking about this. Oh, I heard Apostle Grace talk about this, man. I went, they called me, I touched. And I like that excitement when a guy has touched someone and they've been healed. I like hearing such reports. Praise the Lord. Because, listen, exosia is being exercised. Praise the Lord. God gave the church of Jesus Christ the mandate to have authority on this earth. The Bible says that they were astonished at his doctrine. For he spoke with such authority. They were astonished. They were astonished by the way he, he spoke to devils and they disappeared. Praise the Lord. The way he cut, people wondered at the authority this man had. What kind of authority does he have? That's exosia. 
He says, I do as I see my father. Authority. Praise the Lord. Listen, Jesus was under the authority of the father. He says, my meat is to do thy father's will. That was his business. Praise the Lord. Exosia. Delegated authority. The power of choice. The power of influence. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. What God has conferred upon us by the word. You remember? The centurion said, you speak a word by, listen, why? Because he, I understand I am a man under authority. If I tell a man, go, he goes. Come, he comes. Now he says, Jesus, now you speak. Why? He understood the principle of authority. How it works. The principle, Jesus was a man under authority. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. The, Nicodemus, I think, came and, and said, you know, we have seen the wondrous things you do. For God must be with you. Listen, he, he was not ordinary. He carried a certain glory that came by the authority that was given him by Christ, by, by the Lord, his father. Praise the Lord. Now, listen, if we, the church of Jesus Christ, don't understand that principle. The great man of God, the late Archbishop Benson Nidahosa. You hear the man's authority and you want to seek God again. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I, I, I wonder the level of authority, how a man can get into a plane and say, excuse me, gentlemen, I've got two guests. Can two of you give up your seats? Because I have important guests that need to get to another city. Can you, I tried to think about that in today's day. I didn't understand it. Some of you take flights and how do you do that? He's past booking. Are you getting me? Past booking. Are you getting me? Past booking over closing time. Over that, you know that kind of stuff. Closing time over check-in. Ah, wait a minute. Stop the plane. Are you getting me? I said, what remarkable. And the guy who gave away his seat, I'm told he's the richest man today in the world. Why? Because the, in Africa, because the man of authority said, hey, because of your obedience. Ah, yeah, yeah, Because of your obedience, you'll be the richest man. Men will know you. Are you getting me? A man obeyed, a Muslim obeyed and became the richest. Oh God, a Muslim. A Muslim obeyed a man of God. Hey, and today he's the richest man in Africa. And then there's a Rakabatekele here. There's the one who prays in tongues, but so rebellious. Are you getting They're like, oh my God, me, you don't just talk to me. I listen to my God. They have a certain prayer line which is even annoying. Are you getting me? Even their tongues, you feel like they're offending. Praise the Lord. Me. <laughs> even the man of God speaks. Is he your man of God? The question is, is he your man of God? I'm asking, is he your man of God? Is he your man of God? That is the question I want to ask people. Is he? Mm -mm, mm -mm. Even my pastor, if he says something, I don't just do. Mm -mm. Sometimes you think, but when? why isn't she the pastor? Are you getting me? Oh, no. Christy believers, help me. Do you know why you're seated down there? Do you know why? Because you need to be under authority. You don't know why. You haven't understood the mystery. You need to be under authority. You're under authority. You're seated under authority. Praise the Lord. I have never seen, let me tell you something. I have come to believe it, and I, it's not something I even doubt anymore. Any man that's not under authority, however gifted they are, they don't threaten the devil. I don't care how anointed you are because we have seen men with gifts in this world. Study church history.
Today, the city in Tulsa, Oklahoma, of uh, the great Alexander Dowie, today is in ruins. That man was shaking the world at one day. He had cities. Zion. Today, it's a mockery for the gospel. Today. Because what people don't understand, the Lord said, I am the one who chose you. You did not choose me. I am the one who chose you that you might bear fruit and that that fruit might remain. That means the bearing fruit is my business. The remaining is my business. Are you getting me? God, listen, God doesn't want just us to just have fruit, but God wants us to bear fruit that remains. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, it's a generational God we are talking about. We're not talking about, listen, you see, what, that's what people don't understand. People don't understand the thing called posterity. They don't understand our posterity. They don't understand where we come from as believers. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The centurion said, I am a man under authority. When I tell a man to go, he goes. When I tell a man to come, he comes. So he says, Jesus, you also under authority. Speak your word. And the Bible tells us something. I just imagine Jesus raising his hand and shaking his hand. The Bible says, for Jesus marveled. He marveled. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled. He said, oh my God, this guy understands something. He marveled at him and turned him about and said unto the people that followed him. That means he was, listen, when this man said this thing, Jesus marveled, he shook his head. Then he turned around the they that followed him. He said, I say unto you, now he's addressing the crowd following him. He said, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. Not, not in Israel. Praise the Lord. Next line. And they that were sent returning to the house found the servant whole. You see, there was no, <laughs> there was no casting out demons. He just marveled. That was all. You see, that level. That level. They didn't, there was no casting. Authority was already. He said, I imagine when he was shaking his head, healing was happening. He's like, authority, oh my God. Oh my God, healing. That's why when you're under certain men, you should never fear. I, mean, I wish you understand that. Never fear. As long as you know that you're under God. As long as you know that you're under a certain anointing. There are things you don't pray about. There are things I don't pray about by the way. Me, I don't pray that God increase me. Eh, eh? Are you mad? Amanda, oh, I, I don't, I, there, there are prayers I don't pray anymore. Amanda authority, I don't pray some prayers because I know the authority Amanda. I don't pray a certain way. There are things, let me tell you, you can't pray. Just imagine your father is the president of this nation and you're the son, you're under him. And then you're praying, God, I need a job. Are you getting me? I need an opportunity. Even your father, if he had your prayer, he would cry. Are you getting me? You don't know whose you are. You don't know whose you are. Some of you, don't, you don't know whose you are. Some of you don't understand. Don't understand. Don't understand. And that's a principle. Authority. Submitting to authority. The Bible says, submit unto God and resist the devil. Next line, and he shall flee. The devil doesn't joke with submitted men. You know, if you, want to be, if you want to be the devil to become your playing field, you be rebellious. You know, there are guys, it's like right now I've given God a break. It's my time. There's some people, 
<laughs> There's a guy I met two days ago. He was telling me about it. He says, God thinks I put on the side. But I'm a believer. That's what I told I realized, I said, this guy, does he really understand that authority comes when a man has believed? God thinks, says, for me, when I enter things of God, I dive deep. Are you getting me? But now I'm not in. <laughs> I looked at this guy. I had no words. You know the times where even heaven is quiet? Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Heaven just keeps quiet. Are you getting me? Heaven keeps quiet and then you play with the devil. You fight. Are you getting me? Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. They torment you. They're ever knocking on your door for rent. Are you getting me? Guys, the world plays with you. You become a joker. Why? Because you don't understand whose you are. Praise the Lord. The realm of the spirit functions by understanding. Praise the Lord. The Bible says through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The worlds, the aeons, the perpetuity of time, the ages, we are framed by the word of God. We are framed by the word of God. We are framed by the word of God. Now, listen, if he, listen, the worlds were framed by, I must be inside what he framed. I, I don't know whether you understand me. I mean, he, listen, I am what he framed because you see, the Bible is very clear how we are. God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus and to do good works which were preordained. That means God ordained. Are you getting me? A certain, listen, or sphere of influence, a certain place of habitation for you and me. I just have to understand that authority delegated unto me. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I need to understand that authority. Because you see, submission to authority is one of the most... Let me tell you something. If I was to rank things that are critical for a believer, that's one of the highest places of understanding. Submission. Because when you became born again, you became the Lord's. The Bible says that God... No, he's not only my Savior, but the Bible says He's also Lord. You're under the spirit of Lordship. Lordship is a principle operative in your life. You're under the principle of the Lord. You're under the Lord. That's why we carry the spirit of lordship. Why? Because we are submitted to the Lord. He is the Lord of lords. King of kings. Are you getting me? You don't know that you're a king. Because you don't know. You, some people don't even know that their words have power. They, they are not conscious of that. Some people don't understand who they are in Christ. They don't know what was given to them. Many of the questions we hear in counseling are a reason of men not knowing what they're under. Really, that's the problem. That's the problem. The counseling issues are mainly because every, I've never counseled something very special. No, no. Most of the, apart from the asylum guy, of course, there are levels where you're talking to a man of, man of God and his, his issue is, man, I have a lot of money here and here. Which side? That is, that is the stuff we... Because that is supposed to happen. Man, my children, they are, too, they are too anointed. What do I do? How? Is it right? You know, that's the stuff we want to, we want to get to. I want to hear most, because listen, you are under the Lord. Are you getting me? The Bible says that he perfects that which concerns you. Remember, your life is his business. Are you getting me? So I want to have stories. I, I love these men of God. Let me tell you something. We are not, listen, that's why we can't have fellowship with some people. Fellowship 
is a place where you can interact and edify one another. They, when you get to a certain level, you can't have fellowship with certain people. Yes, there are people you can bless, but we can't have fellowship. You understand the difference? There are people who are always above you. There are people who are always at your level. There are people who are always below you. When a man is below you, you can't really have fellowship. You can't edify one another. You can bless them. When a man is at your level, you can edify one another. When a man is above you, you can receive from him. That's the order. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? It's, that's the principle. That's why when the Bible talks about his anointing, excelleth them all. That's the anointing of Christ. Praise the Lord. But the interesting thing is that that's our anointing. Ah, are you getting me? The, the anointing that excelleth them all is our anointing. That means we have been given the responsibility, the opportunity to fellowship with him. Are you getting me? Because that's what we carry. We have been given of the spirit which is of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You, you need to understand that principle. That those are what I call the rules of engagement. Because if I was to fellowship with someone below me, many times I would even kill them. And I learned that very many years ago. One time the Lord had... You know, I had this crazy revelation. So you know when you're still young and you have this crazy mind blowing, I, 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 something was in my spirit and this young man came to meet me and I just released what was on my heart. My God. The guy ran mad. He left my seat for an hour, came back. I realized the Lord spoke to me, you don't do that. You don't do that. Because it put him in a place he's not yet ready for. Praise the Lord. And I learned, there are things I can't speak to certain people. There are things I can speak to some people. There are things I can't. When I'm speaking to people below me, I speak in a certain way. I can communicate to their edification, but there are things I'll never say. Praise the Lord. And that's a place of maturity. That's a place of ranking in the spirit. If you don't know that, you will struggle. Praise the Lord. You tell what you should not tell to the wrong person. Then they'll arrest you. Praise the Lord. Then you don't know why they're arresting. Then you say the devil is fighting me. Praise the Lord. But you revealed a kingdom secret to a guy who is not ready. I don't know whether you get me. At some point, have you thought about it? Joseph, yes, all things work together for good. But maybe he shouldn't have told his father and siblings that story, that vision. It was, he, they were not ready for it. Praise the Lord. But all things still work together for good. Praise the Lord. Maybe the story wouldn't have been that way. Maybe it would have been different. But all these things are written for what? For our learning. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. When I'm on authority. Praise the Lord. One of the things that is very clear and important when it comes to authority usually is to understand the rules of how we engage, how we deal with authority. Either it be with the Lord, who is our Lord and Savior. Either it be with our pastor. The Bible says, obey they which have rule over your lives. Now listen, when the Bible says, obey they which have rule, you're not dealing with a who are you dealing with? He has, you're dealing with a man who has rule over your soul. Are, are, are you getting me? You're not dealing with a contemporary. You're dealing with a man who has rule over you. How do you deal with that man? How do you deal with that? Uh, yeah, yes, Papa, um, I, I liked your someone, but there's something that you didn't do so well. I think it could have come out better. Yeah. Because if you look at Genesis, <coughs> you will die. Praise the Lord. 
Yeah? <laughs> There's a ministry where they used to ask questions. Like, they say, ah, I think it wasn't so good today. And say, the pastor says yes. Uh, let me tell you something. We, listen, the church didn't send men of God. Men of God were given to the church as gifts to the body of Christ. How, what do you do with gifts? Gifts you receive. The Bible says, he that descended also ascended and gave gifts to the church. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, what? For the edifying of the church, perfecting the church for the work of ministry. That means those, you're talking about men that perfect you in the work of ministry. Are you getting me? But now you, you're trying to perfect. I see that madness. You're trying to perfect your, I don't even understand what that is. And then we have a problem in the church. Everyone talks anyhow. No, I think he should have done that. Me, no, 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 no. If it was me, that's why it's not you. Praise the Lord. That's why it's not you. I've ever understood that. That's why it's not you. God can't make such a mistake. It can't, it can't be you. Obey they which have rule over your souls. They have, these are men that carry, do you know what it means to have rule? I don't know whether you, rule is not a debate. I don't know whether, do you know what it means to have rule? Rule, rule is not a debating kind of pastor. I think I can come for Thursday, but Sunday, it depends on my schedule. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. The very principle, for example, husband and wife, their rules, head, Helper. Are you getting me? The rules are different. He is, the Bible says, as Christ is the head of the church, so are husband's head. Now, I want you to understand this simple revelation. Christ is the head. Are you getting me? Of the church. That means my head is Christ. Are you getting me? That means my reasoning, my understanding is Christ. Are you getting me? That means I don't, if I say, where is your head? My head is Christ. My reasoning, my vision is Christ. Now the Bible says something. As that Christ is to men, oh husbands, the Bible also says, so are men, husbands, head to their wives. I was, I was preaching many years ago in um, Buganda Road Flats, and I noticed there were many Indian where we were doing evangelism many years ago. And whenever we'd go, I like this about the Indian people, whenever we'd go and knock on a house and say, hello, we're from this ministry, we want to preach about Jesus Christ, God loves you. Whenever you'd open the door, and an Indian woman opens, you know what she would tell you? She says, I, it's okay, I can listen to you, but come back when my husband is around. You don't talk to them when their husbands are not around. I said, oh my God. I said, where did they learn this? They don't want to be confused if he doesn't agree. <laughs> then you, you want to engage the devil without your head. I'm going to beat the devil today. We are going to kick him. Stanley, I love you. Stanley, I love you. Then you see them with all their carnality. We are going to fight. Praise the Lord. But by the time they are done with the battle, they look so beaten. They are not submitted to God. Who, listen, do you know who he is? Do you know where you are in him? The Bible says you are seated. Are you getting me? In heavenly places. Far above all power, all principalities. When you are not submitted, you can't engage the devil that way. 
You start engaging at your level. And also the devil has fun because he knows that this guy doesn't know. So he slaps, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, <laughs> praise the Lord. So people have been mocked by the devil. It's a, it's a very embarrassing thing by the, for the church. Anything that happens anywhere in the church is our business because we are the church. You go to places and you feel ashamed. A man of God does something because also you're a man of God. And for me, I don't defend them. I just say, yeah. Because I own up. I never, by the way, I never separate myself. I say, yeah, we're sorry. If the Lord has revealed the reason, I will also speak, say about it in the order. I can't speak about certain men in a certain way. No way. I fear God. Praise the Lord. Why? Because, listen, those are the rules of engagement. The rules of engagement is that whatever you are under, you submit. That's why the word under means hupo. Hupo. The Bible says sin shall not have dominion over you because you're not under the law. You're not hupo under the law, but you're under grace. That means for, for you to fail, grace has to first fail. I don't understand me. You're under grace. You're under grace. That's the authority. God has, God has placed you under his grace. Praise the Lord. Therefore, the devil can't... Listen, for the devil to play with you, God has to first be defeated, which is impossible because the Bible is very clear. Jesus said, I saw, I beheld. I beheld. Jesus said, I beheld. I saw it. If you didn't see it, I saw it. I beheld. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Are you seeing that? If you didn't see it, your Lord saw it. Ah, I don't know why you get me. If you didn't see it, your Lord saw it. If you didn't see it, if you struggle understanding, for you if the devil is very difficult in your time, for you if there is too much poverty, the Lord saw it. Now that one who saw it, he said, and, next verse, he says, he says, now you also behold. No, because I have said that I saw. You see what I saw. Are you, are you getting me? You see what I saw. Because I saw it, and I am your Lord. Are you getting me? You see what I saw. He says, behold, I give unto you. Listen. Because the Lord saw Saturn fall as lightning, he, all he wants to see you to see now is that now he gives you exosia. Are you seeing that? All you see, you need to see because he saw. Now your, your business is to see. Are you getting me? What he gives you. That's why you start trading. The Bible says, Behold, I give unto you exosia to trade on serpents and scorpions and over all the power, all the dunamis of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Somebody say, Praise the Lord. Somebody say, That's my portion. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's, it's, the Lord has given you a clear slate to trample on scorpions. That means hard situations are our food. That's a meal for me. Even when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he says, I'll fear no evil. For thou art with me. For thy road and stuff, they comfort me. For thy road and stuff, they comfort me. He says, you see, when you're born again, it doesn't matter what the devil brings at you. And let me tell you, me, I know it. When you start understanding God, it doesn't matter what comes your way. You go through it. Because the principle is that you're now under him. Are you getting me? That's the principle that you're now under God. Your life is no longer your own. Your life is not yours. You see, we have a problem 
uh, with, especially with raising children. Thank God I'm a father. Because I have my own. You see, the Lord told me for so many years, especially in the church, we had a very wrong testimony of children turning out contrary to their parents. The guy's father is a bishop, the child is funny. Yeah, but children of men of God, of pastors, of bishops are funny. And I realized the problem was this. The Lord spoke to me very clearly. The problem, yes, the bishop never tells or the reverend or the pastor or the apostle. It's not that he tells his child sin. They actually tell them not to. Praise the Lord. But I realized that the very issue is that what they have not really shown their children is their submission to the Lord. See, these kids watch you every day. You're telling them what they don't see. You're telling them, so they become confused. They become confused because, you see, that's the challenge to all of us parents. The challenge to parents is you being. The moment you are, they see. That's, what you are is what they see and will be. That's simple. That's a simple pattern of raising. If you want something to work in your children, you be. It will work. You don't stress. You don't even ask them. My kids are rebellious. You see, the problem is sorry, rebellion began in the parents. They began because they firstly observe your relationship with God. Then they observe your relationship with one another. If you have not submitted to God, your relationship will be funny. Finished. And then you start praying funny prayers, wasting our time. Are you getting me? God, our generation. Are you getting me? God, you know. <laughs> are you getting me? Mine, mine will see God. Praise the Lord. Why? Because I've committed my life unto him. They'll see God. They'll see God. Yours should never. Listen, yours can only see God. Why? Because you have given your life unto him. You're submitted to the Lordship of Christ. Your children will grow up. That's why the Bible says, listen, it tells them that they will grow in the way. Raise up children in the way of the Lord. That when they grow, they'll not depart. They'll become exactly what you are. Praise the Lord. That's why when you're cooking, speak in tongues. When it hammers you a bit when you're cutting tomatoes. Randalabara, rakaba. Then the kid says, Mommy, what is it? No, the Lord excited me about something. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Great. Then your kid looks at Mommy and says, Hey, Mommy, Vanang. She was cutting tomatoes and the Lord touched her. Agwe. She's marvelous. That's, that's raising children in the way of the Lord. That's raising. But you don't pray. You don't speak it. Oh, you're not in the word. You're there. And you think you're going to produce the next generation. You're going to produce your exact self. Praise the Lord. Mediocre, you never... Shikaba. You wake up funny. You wake up and you're like... You even tell the kids, life is hard. <laughs> then they say, mommy has said, or daddy has said, life is hard. What are you raising? When you wake up, they come, you give them a bag, you say, Rambasha, do you know today is the day that the Lord has made? We shall rejoice and we are glad. They start loving God. Ah! They start loving God. They're like, my God. It's a great day. Why? Daddy has said. But you're gloomy, you're funny, and you want to raise children. Let me, let me tell you. For me, Mike, I, let me tell you, parents, don't entrust your kids to people who are funny. Not, they, don't, they are saying, no, listen, entrust them to men of God, women of God. Build that environment around them. You know, my kids, they, they be around Apostle Emma, they are, Mama, are you getting me? They have to be around, that's, that's how. For me, even though you're my blood, and you're funny, I just keep my kids far. Me, I'm, I don't have time. Because I have a certain way I race. Oh! Build godly company around them. 
How? By you starting to have godly company. You're creating an atmosphere. Praise the Lord. They need to love being around men of God. Why? Because you are, listen, your life is under God. They see influence upon your life. Are you getting me? They see glory around your life. But for you, there. A life you're struggling, give them to men of God eh, to first be around. Are you getting me? Release them a bit. Then you deal with yourself. Then you bring them. Because that's what it means to raise children in the way of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Authority. 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 Because when you're under authority, men will test and see what... You see, there are men, because of the authority, we saw, we saw the authority of God on their lives. It naturally, we received it. We, we saw the authority God had placed on their lives and we were able to receive from them. Because if you have no authority, you can't influence. That's why it's, exosia is the power of influence. The power of influence. Someone meets you just once and their life changes forever because of the authority God has placed upon your life. That's, that's what I believe and I believe so, so clearly that the church of Jesus Christ, are you getting me? A man should never get in your life and, not be, and be normal. Me, I don't believe it. But me, I don't believe it. That I can... Interact with a man and he stays the same. I don't, I don't believe it. Someone has to be thinking about me. They're like, ah, but did you hear what he said? Oh, God. They have to. That's why when you're like that, listen, you attract. You're likable. Are you getting me? The grace of God is upon your life. Business. Are you getting me? They call you. We had the business. We thought it would go through you. Why? Influence. Influence. And if you're struggling with rejection, eh? first go and deal with yourself. This thing of submission. Go and work on it. Say, God, I'm yours. Say, God, I'm yours. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Somebody say, God, I'm yours. I'm yours. I'm yours. That's why that man of God sang that wonderful song. I'm yours, I'm yours. You know, I like that song. He committed, you know, it's a surrender to the Lordship of Christ. Before you engage in anything, understand the authority of God upon your life. Don't just engage. Understand the authority of God upon your life. Understand. Get it. Get out of your house sure that you're under God. Get out of your house sure that you're under God. Listen. Church members, have the confidence that your man of God backs what you're doing. Have it. It's a very wise thing. There's a reason why you've been placed under them. There's a reason why you're accountable. The Bible says that they give account over your lives. They give account over your lives. He has chosen them as, listen, leaders over your life, rulers over your life, over your souls, that they may give account. You see, there are things and territories, there are things you can't deal with. There are men above you, are you getting me, that know how to deal with such territory. Because many people don't understand the realm of principalities. There are certain people not yet crowned enough to handle certain places. You're not yet crowned. Some of you are struggling because you're not under a certain anointing. That's all. Some of it is just politics. Me, I'm under Fanero, but when it's time for street, ah. Now, <laughs> there's a reason why we are like this. There's a reason why we are like this. We're, we're, this, 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 there's a way we see life. There's a way we see the gospel. We are different from many ministries. But no, that kapat. 
Then you're like, guys, send me pictures, eh? Can you imagine even Sister So was on the street? And you're in this ministry, you'll be crazy, man. Because, what, listen, how do we do it? We first submit ourselves and to God, then go to the street. They go to the street. I remember one time, an uncle, <laughs> are you getting me? I was on that corner, uh, I think two, three years ago, I was preaching on the road like a madman. This guy comes and puts his window down, looks at me, shakes his head and goes away. You know, uh, then I went deeper. Are you getting me? That's, I went, ah, because I am not of this world. Are you getting me? You know, they look at you, you're a corporate, but you're under something else. Are you getting me? You're not just a mere corporate. You're not just a mere lawyer. Are you getting me? Praise the Lord. Your, your business about defending is to defend the gospel. Praise the Lord. You, you, listen, we have to understand. You see, many people don't understand when, we, when the Bible says we are baptized in Christ. We are clothed in him. We are under his authority. They don't understand that. Let me tell you, that's why, by the grace of God, this ministry is having the influence it ought to. Different. Different. They, I had a very good report. He said, when Fanero people are somewhere, you know that they are. They speak a certain way. That's authority. They talk a certain way. You know they are there. Their identity is clear. Because that's authority. That is authority. They talk like the man of God. That is okay. That is okay. That's how you're supposed to talk. Praise the Lord. It's not wrong. That's, 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 that's the line and place God has placed you. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. I was talking earlier in the service. I'm like, do you know why the Lord could touch? Listen, they could, kings could touch other women. They couldn't touch Sarah. Guys don't understand that principle. They couldn't touch Sarah. She was a man of God's wife. That's enough. The Lord was about to kill a whole kingdom and tear it apart. For a man thinking. Are you getting Now, now, and the Bible says you are the wife to Christ. You are the body. And, and, and you hear a body saying, Man, you can't be, sh-. you know, you talk like you're not the body. Are you getting me? You talk like you're not under authority. You talk like you have another head. Are you getting me? Like your head is this world. Are you getting me? Like your head is your tribe. Are you getting me? Like your head is your education. No, people of our level of education, we don't, uh-uh, that's madness. Christ is my head. Where he goes, I am there. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you, one of the biggest reasons why Christians are stuck is not that they don't understand, but it's they don't believe who they are under. And how do you know? You can check their faith. You can check how they talk. You can check their manner of life. They don't believe it, that they're under God. They don't know. They don't believe that the saying that I am committed to God is a political statement. Even an unbeliever can say God is our God. But you see, under the new covenant, he, says, I sh- I, he said, I shall be a God to them. That means that has a force in your life. He's God to you. The Bible says the children of Israel, the Bible says by the day walked under a cloud. They were the children of God. They were under a cloud. That means there were other men in the desert, not under the cloud. Other men, praise the Lord, were in the desert at night. They never had a fire. These ones had a fire to guide them. They were different. Other men, their clothes were getting old. These guys, their clothes were growing on their bodies. The Bible says none was sick. None was feeble. Why? They were under God. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's why the Lord told Joshua, he says, as I was, 
with my servant Moses. He said, so shall I be with you. So shall I be with you. So shall. You see, sometimes when I read the scriptures and I see how God was with certain men, I say, God, I receive it. Praise the Lord. I take it. Because I, I, I am acknowledging to the Lordship of Christ, to the authority God has vested me under. Praise the Lord. Earlier in the service, I was talking about a guy um, I met a few months ago on the street. This guy was taking a stick of weed. You know, I, how many of you see people taking weed in the road? There are not many. Maybe still cigarettes. But on the weed, people hide or they sit somewhere or taking drugs. This guy was taking his stick and he was walking in the middle of the road at 7 a.m., 7.30. People are, people are busy. For him, he was... I was walking. I looked at this guy. I was... I was like, this guy is so confident. What is he under? The thing was all over, consuming the whole road. Everyone was moving out of the way. Listen, this man had yielded to weed. Are you getting me? He was now no longer scared of anyone. If you're in the road, get away. I hear him, get out of my way. Boy, because he was so under the influence of weed. And the Lord told me, certain Christians are not under God. They are so hidden. They are so hidden. They are so hidden. They have not, listen, they have not fully acknowledged the Lordship, the authority by which Christ, are you getting me? Listen, we are born again, not by our own power. The Bible says the first man was a living soul. The last man, the Bible says, is the Lord from heaven. But when you're walking on this earth, it's the Lord walking. Ah, when you're doing business, it's the Lord doing business. When you're married, it's the Lord married. When you're raising children, it's the Lord raising. When you're, whatever you touch, it's the Lord touching. That's understanding the authority God has placed us under. Authority. Exosia. Delegated authority. The freedom of choice. The power of choice. Because when you're under that authority, you don't ask, what should I do? You're under authority. Because in that, in that place is the liberty to do right. That's the law of righteousness. The principle of righteousness. That's why we always tell people to believe that they are the righteousness of God. But because in there, you carry the nature of God. That means when you're you're not under instruction. The nature of God causes you to walk in that mind and pattern. I don't know why you get me. It's, there's a freedom that starts getting in you to act as God would, naturally. It's an innate power and understanding. Praise the Lord. Now, when God has vested this authority over us, it's important that we get it. Important that we get it. Important that we get it. And the principle and the rule of engagement is to submit because the word submit there, hypotasso, is to reflexively obey. It's a reflex. Whatever you're under, it's, it's, it's by reflex that you obey. Because what, what it represents and what it is for naturally works through you because you're yielded to it. That's the mind of submission. That's the power of submission. That means you can't be under God and produce ungodly results. It's not possible. It's not possible. Somebody said, be it far from me. It's not possible. It's not possible. You have to understand that your days are great in the name of Jesus. Your days are prosperous in the name of Jesus. The Bible talks about, I, I like what it said about Joseph. The Bible says, for Joseph was a prosperous man. Why? Because the Lord was with him. And something remarkable happened. Remarkable, astounding. When Joseph goes through the testation, this woman, the Bible says, everything in his master's house was under him. Even his master, 
Potiphar knew that the Lord had blessed them because of Joseph. That means there was an anointing and a glory of God upon Joseph that was attractive. I don't blame Potiphar's wife for being attracted to the anointing by them. It was, she was just a kind of being, attracting, you know, re- responding carnally. Are you getting me to the anointing? Because people don't understand what the anointing and the glory of God does. They don't understand. When you find a man on authority, they are attracted. That's why the Bible says he was attractive. It's not just mere attractive physical. There's a glory of God upon people that are under God. There's something on their lives. That's why the Bible says that the garments of Aaron to their sons shall be for beauty and for glory. There's something about men under authority. There's something about wives submitted to their husbands. There is no woman who can look beautiful. You see, many women are beautiful looking. And that's the outward feature. But beauty comes from within. Because they were called to submit. They are not called to listen to. They are not, no, no, no. They are helpers suitable. That's why the biggest temptation in them is to take the place. If you look at the judgments in Genesis, when you look at Adam, God dealing with Eve, if you study that Greek, the Hebrew word there, you realize that the negative part in them was to take on the place of a man. Because to submit to them seems as though they are under and being, no, 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 that's the place of power for them. That's why you can't find a powerful Christian except they're submitted to God. One who shall have fruits that remain. You see, our ministry is eternal. It's not only on this world. Our ministry is everlasting. People shall speak of even when you're gone, many days because of the mark you left. That can only be done by God. We are still reading the Psalms today. We are still singing certain songs today because of certain men used by God. We are still doing that. Because the devil, let me tell you something, what took the devil, what threw him out of heaven? Because he wanted to be like God. That was the era. The morning star, the cherubim, that was the era. He's anointed. But his problem was he wanted to be God and he was cast out of heaven. He wanted to be. His place was to serve as the morning star. He went out of function and that's it. That was the judgment. That means even in men, the biggest error is not to be under authority. The biggest. And the devil has mocked the church of Jesus Christ for that reason. Many churches, ministries, that's the issue they have. Men of God go up so high, you see them hit the rock. Why? Because at some point, their gifts worked and they attracted what they could attract. But gifts can't sustain the work of the Lord. But authority does. That's why Jesus marveled. Authority does. We have seen marriages are broken because of that simple thing. Simple thing. You can't. Listen, marriage is a godly thing. I was talking earlier of Esther. The Hebrew word for Esther is a star. Many people don't understand why they had to go through that six months, spices, six months oil, oil and spices, the oil preceding the spicing, before you have a king, a night with a king. They don't understand that principle. They don't understand why Mordecai, the Bible says, every day came to the courts to see what Esther would become. They don't understand that principle because that process, Esther was becoming the man ready for the king. That's a process. They don't understand that. Esther was not the wife of, of, of Ahasuerus because she was beautiful. Listen, there were women so beautiful all over the world. It was a beauty contest of beautiful women. But listen, something had to separate. And Mordecai comes to Esther at the point where Israel needs to be redeemed and says, God has chosen you for such a time as this. 
Now she has to go before the king to plead for Israel. How does she do it? She's under mandate and call. How does she do it? The Bible says that day she put on purple royal regalia. And the Bible says she went into the inner courts of the king and waited upon the king and humbled herself. The Bible says the king saw her from afar and he raised the royal scepter, the authority, meaning come forward. Oh, come, come to me. You see, he's calling the church to his place. Are you getting me? Come to me. She comes. Before she opens her mouth to even plea anything, he says with his own mouth, what do you want to give? Should I give you? Should I give you half the kingdom? God had already answered. You see, some... That's the, those are the rules of engagement. You don't approach the king anyhow. You don't do that. You don't approach the king anyhow. You submit. And you're brought there. That's the place of the church. The church was brought to a place of glory. That's why the Bible says we are seated with him in heavenly places. Did you raise yourself, child of God? No, you are raised with him. Oh, it was because of him that you are raised. Now you're seated far above. You far above all power, principality, anything. You are above. That's where God has placed you. The authority of God has placed you above. You know the forces of this world. And that's where the church is called to function. Somebody just raise your feet. Get to your feet. I feel, listen, God, listen, God is going to raise a man in this place. I just feel it. Because, you see, there are certain places that only God can bring you to. There, there are things, your gift can't take you there. Your gift will never sustain you there. It doesn't matter. Certain things don't intimidate the devil anymore. Because there's a fruit in your life that can only remain. There's a fruit in your life that can only remain, that can only be by God. And our place is to submit, to give ourselves holy. Self away. Can you speak? I give myself away. I give myself away. So you can someone pray that? Can you speak? I give.
can you raise your hands? I want to pray for you. Can you raise your hands? Father God, I thank you for the authority that you have given to the church. I thank you for the place that you have given unto us. I thank you for the place that you have called unto us. I thank you that great and mighty things are wrought through us because of the authority vested in us by you. We thank you that our life is not our own. We thank you that we can only produce godly fruit. That remains. We thank you that we are chosen by you. We thank you that we are yours. We thank you that when men see us, they see you. Father God, I thank you that those hands will cast demons out. Those hands shall heal the sick. Those hands shall raise the dead. Those hands shall do great and mighty exploits. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.